would like to use. With the exile of the Jewish community from Babyl to Babylonia from the land of Israel. In the year 70 CE or AD, it becomes even more uncommon with the destruction of the temple, the second temple this time, by the Romans, and the Jewish community spread throughout the entire area, usually known as the Diaspora. In 136, it becomes even more uncommon with the second and third defeat of the Jews by Rome, the destruction of an independent entity in the land of Israel, and Jews now spread out all over the Middle East and eventually into Europe, North Africa, and elsewhere. This is the most uncommon and fascinating aspect of Jewish history. And the question we might pose as a Jewish historian is the following. Without a common government, without a common language, without a common land, how do Jews actually have a history? What gives me the right as a Jewish historian to teach Jewish history in the context of a history department? Is there really something that the Jews hold in common from the United Monarchy of Israel in the biblical period, let us say, to the contemporary United Jewish communities of the United States of America and North America in the 21st century? Indeed, could the board members of that United Community of America actually understand, though their counterparts from the biblical period, if they were actually able through a time machine to be put in one room? And it's a very interesting question, because without land, and over a great deal of time, Jews have moved from country to country, bringing with them their own culture, but at the same time, absorbing from the larger culture a remarkable degree of cultural traits from the outside. What holds in common the Jews of Babylonia or the Jews of the Roman Empire with the Jews of the Arabic world, or the Jews of medieval Christian Europe, or the Jews of Renaissance Italy, or the Jews of 19th century Germany? And certainly, what do Jews have in common, even in our own 21st century, between the Jews living in Israel and the Jews living in America? Indeed, each community aspires to be one community. But indeed, are there not differences in terms of background, in terms of associations, that the myth of the Jewish people may indeed be something that Jews aspire to reach? But do we always have a commonality? Now, I'm not going to answer that question fully. I don't think I can. But I want you to at least raise the issue that this is the issue of living within the land and living outside the land is already a crucial component of the uniqueness of the Jewish experience. With the problem of spatial and temporal discontinuity, although it is real, Jews, however, usually acted as a self-conscious and definable group. In other words, they acted corporately and were acted upon corporately. In the Middle Ages, for example, Jews were more or less a legal corporation, governing themselves by their own divine laws as interpreted by the rabbis and buttressed by governmental authority. Only in the modern period did Jews begin to acquire regular citizenship with no special corporate rights and disabilities. But as you will see, losing that corporate status is a function of the modern era. In the pre-modern world, the nature of Jewish religious affiliation is all-embracing. Jews think about their law not only in terms of their own personal lives, but how it affects their profession, their community, the entire calendar of the Jewish year, the entire moment that, they, that, that Jews give birth to the time they die, 
is recognized through a corporate structure of Jewish law. Religion, therefore, is not compartmentalized as we know it today, but indeed is an all-bracing kind of affiliation. Within the context of Jews moving from place to place, from culture to culture, they take that form of all-embracing religious affiliation with them. In more recent times, of course, and again, this raises the issue of what happens to the Jews in the last four centuries uh, of our, of, of our uh, modern world, the sense of group consciousness and religious affiliation uh, has actually diminished for many Jews. That sense of corporate structure, of seeing themselves as a community, whether they are or not, seems to somehow be attenuated to some extent. And therefore, the problem of the Jew living in the last centuries is the problem of defining what it means to be a Jew. What is the nature of this corporate consciousness? How